Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today News, and in this session, I'm joined by data protection expert, Dr. Scott Allen DeVoe, who's going to be guiding us through why ISO 27001 is no longer the gold standard for UC providers. Welcome, Scott. Thank you. Good to see you, Scott. Uh, thanks for joining me. Um, interesting session lined up, but first of all, I mean, ISO 27001 has what, long being the gold standard for many UC providers, um, ensuring obviously information security. Um, and is it still as important as ever? What do you think? Well, let's talk about this. I'd say yes and I'd say no. Um, let me let me unpack what I mean by that. First, in one way, ISO 27001 is still relevant and I would say it's still needed. But for many UC uh, operators and cloud service providers, I'd say ISO 27001 in today's modern age is just the beginning. So, I mean, most UC providers will fall short of proper data protections um, if ISO 27001 is the best they have to offer. And when I say fall short, I'd, I'd say fall short of being able to meet contractual obligations and statutory obligations. So I'd say you make a good point, uh, Rob, the ISO 27001 was the gold standard and was once the gold standard, but the goal line uh, has moved. And ISO 27001 is really now just the starting point. It's, um, it's the foundation. And there's other data protections that can be stacked on top of ISO 27001. So it really works better when it's paired with other ISO standards that bring new heightened uh, protections to uh, a cloud service uh, operator. So don't get me wrong, if a UC operator or a cloud service provider doesn't have ISO 27001, I'd still say, you know, make that your very first check before giving someone your business. Um, but the second reason is ISO 27001 uh, is a standard related to risk management and security, but it lacks ways to really deal with, with privacy and to handle privacy. Security, we've talked about before, uh, is related to privacy, but it's also a completely different topic. When we think about security, we think about keeping secret things secret, or security is also about ensuring your available service is always available, so that's security. But privacy is different. Privacy uh, is, uh, ISO 27001 doesn't really have a straightforward way to be able to talk about privacy. It doesn't have a privacy vocabulary and it doesn't have ways to, to manage privacy responsibilities. So when we're talking about privacy for many UC uh, entities, it's, it's a whole new world of policy and practice. You know, privacy is about having a lawful basis to be able to have customer data, to be able to have personal data, to be able to have sensitive data. Privacy is about ensuring data subject rights are well understood and data subjects can access information. ISO 27001 doesn't really have ways to deal with that. You know, privacy is about ensuring that data subjects can object to certain ways of processing their information, uh, can object to automated, uh, automated decision-making. Privacy is about ensuring data subjects uh, can ask for their data in a portable format, or they can exercise their right to be forgotten. Um, so these are matters of privacy, not security. And ISO 27001 doesn't really have a framework for dealing with those kinds of privacy rights. Yet, you know, UC providers, they have contractual obligations and they have statutory obligations uh, to be able to manage privacy rights. And so, you know, privacy rights 
and, and customers of UC providers want to understand in your data protection program, how do you, how do you manage a data subject requests? How do you manage uh, transfer impact assessments? How do you manage uh, when it's necessary in the process for performing a, a, a DPIA, a data protection impact uh, assessment? So again, that's all about privacy and ISO 27001 is not really geared to care for those kinds of data pr protections. Finally, I'd say ISO 27001 is really now intended just to be the baseline. It's the starting point. So if you're a smaller company, ISO 27001 is a great place to start and to finish. You can live in that world. But if you're a UC provider or a managed service provider that really processes uh, a lot of data and you need to comply with laws like the GDPR or the CCPA, um, it's, um, uh, it's, it's not enough to be able to comply with those kinds of uh, requirements. Super, so let's talk about those, you know, those additional kind of steps and, and international practices that, uh, uh, you know, uh, that we need to kind of look at as UC providers nowadays. You know, so what, what specifically are we talking about here? Well, I think when we think about, you know, international practices, there's this ISO family of stand, standards and the I in ISO, of course, is international. So it's this international family of standards that they really work well when combined together. So you've heard me say ISO 27001 is the starting point uh, for, for most any company. Um, but there are other international standards now that are available and a lot of UC cloud service providers are using them. One is called ISO 27017. Uh, it, it sits, you've got ISO 27001 on the bottom and 27017 sits directly on top of it. And it expands the data protections for UC cloud service providers. Companies like Microsoft, um, Google, uh, AWS, they implement both ISO 27001 and ISO 27017s because it brings about heightened cloud security protections. When they do, and they do that because it means they can be trusted. They can be trusted to better protect your data uh, because they're applying these heightened measured um, protections that are necessary. Uh, there's another standard. Sorry to talk about all these ISO numbers. I'll just keep it to a few. There's one called ISO 27018, and it's specific to privacy. 27,017, specific to cloud security. 27,018, specific to cloud privacy. Again, you have large customers that we all know, customers like Zendesk, uh, 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 Salesforce, Dropbox, UC uh, or providers that are out there. They've implemented ISO 27,018 um, because it brings these types of privacy protections. Most organizations stack these international practices together. So they'll have ISO 27001 on the bottom, and then they put 17, 27,017 on top of that, and they layer 27,018 on top of that. And if a UC service operator, they only has 27,001 and you know no other standard, I, I would ask them why, because in today's era of data breaches, I'd choose a company that really has implemented all of these. If they didn't implement all of those, it means they're more exposed. And if, if it means they're more exposed, that means your data uh, is more exposed. Now, I'll just say one more standard and I'll keep it uh, you know, to that, Rob. There's one other international standard that I think is real important to tell our listeners about. It's called ISO 27701. And it helps, 
it really helps uh, organizations comply with data protection laws around the world. There's all these laws uh, that have been coming out around the world, more than 130 countries around the world now have implemented some form of data protection uh, regulations. In the United States, all 50 states have implemented forms of data protection regulations. Um, in state legislatures, there's 280 new data protection bills being debated by state legislatures. And so, you know, the most people think, how do you keep all this legislative, you know, development straight? Even questionnaires that companies are getting says, how do you track and manage uh, the legislative landscape and data protection? And the answer is ISO 27701 is a way to do that because it creates something called a Privacy Information Management System, PIMS or PIMS. It sits alongside those other ISO standards and it helps work in a very organized way to take all this legislative movement that's happening and uh, it brings harmony to it so that organizations can track all these privacy laws that are happening around the world and then apply the ones that are applicable to an organization's data protection framework. Wow. So, um, I mean, it sounds hugely complex and, and that's exactly why companies like Alan DeVoe exist. But, you know, by getting up to date with all these standards and, and best practices, you know, what bottom line benefits and opportunities does this bring in addition to obviously lower, lower in risk? Uh, I would say a couple things. I mean, first of all, it, it really does bring a competitive edge. Um, I, I think in today's modern age with some of the requirements coming out and RFPs and all, it aligns a company to be able to win uh, the bigger deals and, and more deals. Um, you know, just recently I'm seeing bigger, you know, business uh, requirements uh, requiring service providers and UC entities to have more of these standards. It'll actually list you, you have to have this certification or that uh, to be able to, to win that business. So, so I think, I think one of the differentiators is, is it really helps create, um, you know, a competitive edge. Then there's other bottom line benefits. You know, you combine these standards together, it's going to bring about better security. It's going to bring about better privacy. It's going to, it's going to ensure that organizations are able to actually know what laws uh, apply to them and know what laws uh, are protecting their customers. It's going to be able to help track privacy development and security development around the world. It really does lower risk by doing these kinds of things. Uh, I think it demonstrates due care and due diligence, which uh, senior executives and boards of directors uh, have a, a responsibility to do, and, you know, and at the end of the day, it does this. It instills a sense of trust that the UC organization can be trusted uh, to process data lawfully uh, and responsibly. Yeah, that's an absolutely crucial point, isn't it? Trust. I mean, what advice would you offer UC providers looking at getting up to speed with the latest best practices? I'd, I'd say... Uh, I'd say if you're a, a UC provider and you're collecting and processing customer information, the very first thing would be to ensure that you've you're, you're, you've implemented a proper data protection program. You know, we talked about 27,001 is no longer the gold standard, but it's the starting point. So if you, if you're not there and you're a, a UC provider or operator, you need to make sure that you've done that. Um, after accomplishing that, you you need to consider additional standards. 
uh, depending upon the amount of data and, and the type of business you are, such as 27,017 or 27,018, uh, and even 27701. I'll just give an example. We, we recently implemented, uh, about a year and a half ago or two years ago, ISO 27001 for two uh, UC providers. Uh, one was in Europe, uh, one was uh, in the United States. Both companies were faced you know, with the, the same challenge. Uh, it was to do business with one of the, the largest uh, UC providers. Uh, they wouldn't be able to qualify to be a next level partner unless they implemented all four of these standards, 27,001, 17, 18, and 27701. So I worked with those companies, our team worked with those companies. It takes a while to implement all of that. It took about nine months plus audits at the end of it, uh, but they passed all their audits and certifications. And now both companies have differentiators that you know set them apart to uh, be able to, to, to work on these bigger deals uh, and, and more deals just helped, helped a customer a couple weeks ago uh, in the United States, another one, go through the, the ISO CERT process. And um, uh, they called me on the phone. They said, Dr. Scott, I want to thank you so much for helping us to get ISO certified. And because of that, we just won this big deal. It's six digits a month. Uh, we wouldn't have been able to do that unless we did it. So it's opened us up to a whole new world of opportunities and uh, send us the proposal now to, to implement the next set of ISO standards. We're really seeing how this is making a difference. So. I'd conclude by saying my overall advice to service providers is, is pretty simple. You know, if you don't have a formal data protection program, uh, you need to start by implementing that uh, right away. And if you do have one, but it's a simple one like SOC 2 or ISO 27001, consider taking that to the next step. Because while security is important, I think the year 2023 is turning out to really be the year of privacy. We're seeing this happen in legislatures, you know, all over the, in parliaments all over the world. It's privacy is here to stay. And so if any of the listeners have any questions about that, you know, reach out to me. I'd be happy to provide you with, uh, you know, feedback on your specific situation. And that's a great place to finish, isn't it? Well, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today. Scott, it's been really good talking to you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate it. And thanks to everyone for tuning in. If you've got some good takeaways from today's session, do give us a quick mention on social and subscribe to our channel for more industry news and insights. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.